Oh, hello, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome back. This is the Antisocial Comedians Club with me, Lewis Taylor, and the wonderful Leah. So, I been, man. Yeah, hungry. Hungry. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm good. For like the last month. Yeah, yeah. Just been hungry. Yeah, been hungry. I only come round for the chicken wings. They're not on though. No, they're not on tonight. Sorry, Catherine's had a night off, mate. <laughs> yeah, it's been good. Yeah. How about what you? you? Uh, yeah, good. Yeah, big, big gig, I'm not sure. Uh, yeah. Yeah, no, I've had a few. I'm booked. I'm fucking mega busy in February, so I should probably. Yeah, it's good. I've got lots on next month. Yeah. Busy, busy. What about you? Yeah, yeah. Fe- February's going to be busier than January. I mean, I've had a few in January, but. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Went went to London on Saturday. That was that was fun. That was that Australia. Yes. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. You did the Australian game. Yeah, yeah, it went down really well. Yeah. No, I was chuffed you with that one. Did you get? Did the time you can have a visa? Uh, no, no, no. Oh. no. I still got to wait for the whole process, mate. It's a long, long haul. I'm in. I'm in it for a long while. So. Yeah, we've got some uh, good guests coming up in the next month. Yeah, we have. Yeah, we've got um, Freddie Quinn. Which is awesome because I love Freddie yeah, Quinn. He's an absolute class. lad. Has specials, uh, two specials on Amazon now, I think. Yeah, I think, I think he has. Um, and we've got Sam Serrano as well. Yeah, who's won almost as many awards as Doug Carter. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's, uh, I've seen him at Hot Water. Well, I was on the same bill as him at Hot Water once. And he, he's, he's a killer, mate, honestly. We gigged with Doug at the Shed at the weirdest gig anyone's ever done ever. Oh, yeah, that was that, that was entertaining. <sighs> that was the worst heckler like I've ever... Like, the weirdest I've, heckler. I've ever seen or heard. She kept shouting random she, stuff out about her I was on about her today that, like, uh, with Luke um, Sterling. Oh, yeah. He, yeah, he gave, he gave me a call earlier on. And uh, he, he asked out how the gigs are going like, at the Shed and stuff. And I said, yeah, sound. He's like, how was the last one? I was like, oh, well... It was a bit of a weird one, really. It's like we had like the worst heckler in, but it wasn't like malicious heckling. She was telling us a life story whilst oh, whilst she was trying to do, do your material and that. Absolutely mental about yeah. wanting to be. That was she it. She was mentally yeah. very unstable. Yeah, clearly unstable. But she wanted to be a nanny. That was it. Yeah, in au London. Pair. She wanted to an, be an au pair. pair. That's it. Yeah, but she wanted to see if she wanted kids first. Yeah, something like that. I thought it was she. She signed up to become an au pair so she could learn how to look after kids to work out whether she wanted to have kids or something. Yeah, she, she wanted didn't to even have a boyfriend. A learning the, lad that, the lad that came came to visit her, like came in to like sit down with her, like later on in the gig. Yeah, he, he looked so uncomfortable, like he didn't want to be with her. It's like he said that she said that she knew him from working at Deliveroo. And then he got really arsy and was like, I don't work at Deliveroo. Yeah, he did. I've never worked at Deliveroo. And I was like, are you serious? He was like, no, I haven't. He really and she was like, so like where do I know you from then? And neither of them knew how they knew each other. And then I went, so what do you do for a living? He was like, I'm a delivery driver. <laughs> so I said, why are you getting so offended at Deliveroo? That makes no sense whatsoever. <laughs> I, I come out of there. I felt like I lost, lost some brain cells it was after that game. mental. And then I stood up, and just as a joke, I went, anyone want to heckle me? And she stood up and said... I've got a heckle. And I went, okay, go on then. She went, it's not for you. It's for the man that was on a minute ago, which was you. Yeah, it was me. So I brought you back up on stage to get heckled by the lunatic. Yeah, and, and she, and she asked, me, asked me about bra sizes. She asked you where you bought bras from. And I, 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 I didn't know and what to say. Fu- no one found it funny. No. Everyone was so creeped out. I know, I was standing there cringing. I just... <laughs> I just didn't want to come across racist because I, I could quite easily have gone in the moment and started started going off on one. And I just because yeah, as we all know, you are a massive racist. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, um, no, I could quite easily have lost my shit, but I, I, I couldn't. I couldn't yeah, deal no. with it. I um, 
yeah, I didn't know what to do. And I just, I just, I think I might have just shrugged at her and walked off. I was like, I don't know how to answer that. That was, yeah, that was mad. It's, it's the first time I've ever been like lost for words. Yeah, because I tried, I, I tried to have a whip round with the audience because uh, one of the other audience members was a psychiatric nurse. Right. No, a psychologist. That's it. Yeah, yeah. Then yeah. I tried to have a whip round to see if we could all chip in and get there a few hours, like <laughs> log some therapy. Yeah, sorry. Uh, but yeah, it was it was a weird one. What else has happened? I've got coronavirus. You heard about this? Uh, I've not. I don't know. I'm deaf in one ear at the minute. So uh, I've, not, I've, not, I've not heard anything. Do you not read anything? No, no, no. Your Mate, it's been out for like a week. No, a good couple of weeks now. Really? Yeah. No, I take no notes. Kicked off in, in China. I don't do current affairs. <laughs> right, no. So the coronavirus is killing people. Okay. It's this new virus that's turned up in China, and I think the death toll was at this point up to like 50. Obviously, it'll probably be different by the time the podcast comes out, so if people want to have a go, fine. But yeah, like 50 people have died from it. I don't quite know what it is. Okay. Um, other than people have been sending me jokes about it. I was going to say, I, I wake up most Sunday mornings with the coronavirus. But yeah, they make the screening people at the airport over it. Really? There's like hundreds of people that have got it and people are dying. I've got a mate in, who's in Vietnam at the minute, he's walking around with one of them little things around his face. What? The the <laughs> the, the mask things, you know, like the little, the little things that go around your face. You know what I mean? A scarf? No, it's not a scarf, they're like a little Oh, like the surgeon's yeah, mask. But it's not a surgeon's got mask. Got they've got their portals. Him and his mum are there touring at the minute. <laughs> like touring Vietnam and then they've bought these like they're they're like got I don't know. It's like a paisley pattern on. There's a, there's a I don't know. Mark. I don't think I all have. It's basically right, a medical okay, mask. No, so people in China have died. I think a couple of other people have died. I think French French people have died. But people are, yeah, the coronavirus, from what I can gather, it started in China and it's spreading. So like they're, we're screening people at the airports for it because they don't want it to spread. It's like a big deal, mate. Like the yeah. world's panicking a little bit. I reckon it's the start of the zombie apocalypse. Really? Fingers crossed, I'm ready. I'm like, not, not fingers crossed, but, like, if shit goes down. Oh, you, you think you'll be all right? 100% going to be a mayor of a shantytown. 100%. 100% I'm ready for this. Man, I've spent my life... <laughs> Training for this. Watching moment. films, series, playing video games. My life has been a simulator leading up to this shit. I am so ready for this. 100%, mate. I'm going to have a baseball bat with my name engraved on it. And I'm going to wear a crown and become the king of Inkley. <laughs> I'm going to be the lord of Leicester. Mate, first thing, as soon as zombies, first, any sign of zombies, I'm going down to Asda with a shotgun. I'm robbing the place. Well, first I've got to find a shotgun. Then I'm going down to Asda. <laughs> I'm getting all the tin food, the shit that lasts a while. Do you know what I mean? Spun. Stuff like, like, no, all, mate, I am taking, uh, my main priority, I'm not going to be one of these people that runs away, is food. Right, then I find some kind of area, like a high-rise car park, that I can barricade myself in with all the food. Because when the world falls to shit and zombies are everywhere, food is currency. <laughs> You've really thought it's through. Yeah. And I'm a little bit annoyed the coronavirus has started and the missus has gone on a diet. Right? <laughs> so the tin food's gone. No. She's gone on a diet and now I'm thinking, like, if shit hits the fan, I can't eat her. It's only going to last me three days. Before she started Slimming World, I could have got a good month out of it. Uh. <laughs> so, yeah. Slimming World, I'm going back tomorrow. I was thinking, I need to go back. Yeah, I'm, I'm back so tomorrow. heavy. Yeah. So, mate, I'm, I use more fuel in my car. 
<laughs> like that's how heavy I've got. Yeah. Um, what else has been happening in the world? Something else has been happening that I wanted to talk to you about. I went to watch that um, 1917, that film. Really yeah, good. Yeah, that World War One. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, that's class, mate. Like masterpiece. Well, I'm not big into serious films. You know? No. Well, I'm not really. I wasn't expecting it to be as good as it was, but. Has it got any like? The missus wanted to. Is there any funny bits in it? No, not one bit, mate. Not one bit. No, not one bit. No, no. The 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 thought of World War One is there is literally nothing to laugh at. Trench foot and shit. It's not like Dave Chappelle pops up from behind a bunker and (laughs) keeps her in the pussy. (laughs) (laughs) It's nothing like that, mate. No. Just not you. Just going. I see you, Jill. (laughs) No. No. I I'm not big. Yeah, I'm not a big fan of serious films. Titanic ruined it for me. Did it? Yeah, it was just so serious, and I was like, oh, okay, well that's shit. What's that, Kev? He says you were there. Oh, Kev's there. Oh, Kev's there. Sorry, Kev. <laughs> <laughs> Apparently. What's that, Kev? Oh, Kev said he was keeping watch the day they hit the iceberg. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, yeah, so, so that that's basically all I've done. I went, I went to the cinema. Kobe Bryant's dead. The basketball player. Mate, that's absolutely like done me. Are you absolutely. really upset about it? Eh? Are you upset about it? Yeah. Why? Why? Because I grew up playing NBA Jam. What, with Kobe Bryant? Yeah, he was like, oh, it's like my ghost. You know, he's got a rape case going on against him. No, I didn't. But yeah, people forget that when people die. Still, you know, Michael Jackson, he's still, yeah. he's still a legend, doesn't he? Music wise. Yeah. You know, even for all the nonsense he did. <laughs> not proven. I don't think he did it. Do you not? No. The fact that there's a bunch of. Uh, no, I just don't get it. Ex dancers saying that he touched them. I mean. Dave Chappelle said it the best. Yeah. Why didn't he fuck Macaulay Culkin? That was the best looking kid on the planet at the time. Yeah, I don't know. Mate, 100%. I don't think he did it. I don't think he's stupid enough to do it. Probably not. Probably not. And if you were going to do it at that point, you could do it without leaving witnesses. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. When you're that famous, you can do what you want, though, can't you? Well, not really. Evident by him getting dragged through court. What else has been happening in the news? Uh, Megxit. What? Meghan Markle and Prince Harry have left the royal family. Canada. I don't blame them. Canada's better than this shithole. Mate, I'm I kind of agree with it. Like you shouldn't have to do anything you don't want to do. No, no, I don't. I, I completely agree with it. I completely agree with it. I, I'm not I'm not the, a big royalist anyway. I'm not massive. Into I'm not it. gonna lie. When they said they wanted to leave the royal family, I I'm getting to a point where I'm quite intimidated by the Queen. She, she scares me a little bit because I know like uh, there's the whole conspiracy theory about. Lady Diana and shit like that. Yeah, yeah. But I do look at her and think she looks like one maniacal motherfucker. <laughs> like, yeah. she'd flat out kill. She's she's been the queen for like a million years. Something stupid, like sixty odd years, isn't it? She's I mean? the longest reigning monarch in the history of the country. I think. I don't know. Ask Google. Google will tell you that. Um, but I, I I think that they you know they should be allowed to make their own decisions and if he doesn't want it in which I don't blame him to be honest he wants to he wants to be just normal so, tell like coronavirus death toll rises to 81 mm. and that was 12 hours ago fuck man this is this is bad like maybe this would be the last podcast I doubt it so like if the coronavirus doesn't destroy the world uh, I'm like booked out in February so check out my Facebook page and come see me if the coronavirus does take over the world um, I'll be in a little town called Hinkley and I will have all of the food Probably on top of the NCP. But you must refer to me as <laughs> Your Majesty. <laughs> uh, yeah. So there's not really much 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 happened really. Um Apart not, from... not really. Do you know what one of my mates said about that Kobe Bryant thing? He went, What are the odds 
of him dying in a helicopter. And I'm yeah, like, it's, pretty it's a lot better than my odds. Like, <laughs> I'm definitely not going to die in a helicopter. This man took one like five times a week. Yeah, yeah, to be honest, I mean, high cholesterol's going to do me. <laughs> Just putting that out there. Or uh, any kind of fall. Like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, oh. I, wouldn't, I, wouldn't, I wouldn't ever get in a helicopter. I had an argument the other day with my mate because I said no one kids. Hang on a minute, when did you do your gig? Uh, Saturday. Saturday, yeah. Today's Monday. Yeah. Have you still got the set list written on the back of your hand? That there was a squibble, a squibble, a squiggle that I was trying to get for some notes for this earlier on. Oh right, okay. I that's why it said. That's why if you look, if, that's why if you look closer, it says Sam Serrano. Ah, uh, because got Sam Serrano on the podcast. Yeah. Uh, as a keyword. Uh, yes. So. As a keyword. <laughs> as a keyword. Yeah. Um. What was it? Yeah, I had a massive argument the other day with my mate because I said I don't want kids. Well, he knows I don't want kids. And he says I'm being selfish. To who? I I do I I am. Do you like? Do you are you one of these people that thinks everyone should have kids? No, no. It's, it's completely down to yourself, isn't it? Your choice. Yeah. Your choice. I got three of them. It's it's hard at times. Yeah, I haven't no, slept I in. Them. I haven't slept in thirteen years. Yeah. No. How old's your oldest? Well, nearly thirteen. Nearly thirteen. Shit. She got a boyfriend yet? Yeah. Don't see that. that terrifies me. Yeah, it terrifies me. What's a boyfriend like? Uh, quiet, quiet, <laughs> quiet. Exactly how I was when I was that age, secretly plotting. <laughs> I can imagine you I mean, as a kid. You were one of them sticky kids. Who me? Yeah, always sticky. <laughs> <laughs> High five, little man. Oh, stop. Donuts. Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah, just like some weird, sugar, like red sugar, sugar shit ran all around your mouth. Sugar and jam. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I think it probably was. Yeah, I at least anything. Say. Anything. Were you, were you uh, energetic as a kid? Yeah. Were you? Yeah, I played a lot of sport. I don't know more. <laughs> Obvs. Obvs. <laughs> oh, but tell it. everyone about your uh, your sporting injury, which reason you're half deaf today. Oh yeah, no, I just it's just a, a I got hit in the head, like, <laughs> basically, and I've gone deaf. So got hit in the head with a hockey puck. Yeah. Were you on it's, the floor? It always happens. Hmm? It always happens. Yeah. Yeah. I always get 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 it, but I, you're a goalie, though, aren't you? Yeah, I um, yeah, it's, I had a tickle in my ear, and then I got the cotton buds on it, and it's game over at that yeah. point. Compression. Yeah, you start picking away at it. So I'm kind of deaf at the minute, but it is what it is. Mm. We've been watching recently. What I've been watching? Uh, oh, there's a documentary about R. Kelly that was on Netflix. I've, I've Surviving R. Kelly. Yeah, I've watched it already before, but I've rewatched it. Just to see how much of a fucking creep he was. <laughs> Do you know, I've watched two things this week. One, I watched a documentary about the new um, like main designer of Moschino, the clothing brand. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, that was terrible. I just, ended, I can't even know why I watched it. And the other one was the top five most chilling interviews with like serial killers. It just, it terrifying. Back onto the killers again. Yeah. It? Because everyone keeps jumping on this thing of watching them and shit like that, so I'm like, right, I'll give it a go. I watched five in five of the most chilling interviews, right? Who and I'm you? like, never again. I don't even know the name. One was a guy that killed his girlfriend and removed uh, his baby from her. That's rough. Oh no, removed the baby from her and she died. One was a woman who killed some bloke who, and this was a direct quote. For, she was completely unfazed by. It. She was like, he he I he said he was a snitch. And then he said he wasn't a snitch, and I didn't know, so I killed him. And I was like, okay, shit. 
Um, another one was um, about a guy and his stepson. Don't really want to go into any more than that because it freaked me out and I couldn't sleep over it. Um, another one was a guy that killed his mum, cut her head off, and then had sex with her head. Why are you looking like you know this guy? I know who it is, yeah. Mate, have you seen it? The guy's just like, I was trying to embarrass her, and I was like, oh. And he'd already killed like four other women and done the same thing to them. Yeah, it was... Um... Oh, God. John Wayne Gacy. Might have been, yeah. Yeah. Glasses. Yeah, oh, oh. Yeah, weird fellow. Oh, no, it might be Ed Kemp- Kemper. What? How do you know all these names? How? Because I listen to podcasts. Podcasting is the Mate, way forward. Honestly, I listen to five interviews, couldn't sleep. Don't know how you watch all this shit. Yeah, I only listen to them at work. I wouldn't do it at home. Mate. I don't watch it. I don't watch the documentaries at home. Frank's been watching far too many. Yeah. Honestly, her threats. Before, it was cute. Like, take your shoes off her, so I'll stab you. And you're like, oh, you're just being cute. Love you too. I'll take my shoes off. Right? We're in bed one night, and I like take the duvet, and she loads, give it me back, or I'll smother you in your sleep. And I'm like, no, oh, bless you, all right, here we go, mate. No word of a lie. I put a cup down the other day, and she went, if you don't put coaster under that, I'm gonna put antifreeze in your tea. And I'm like, that's specific. She went, yeah. She goes, it takes three cups to kill you, but you won't taste it because it tastes like sugar. I'm like, oh wow. How <laughs> about like, no more documentaries for you, mate? You've got to stop watching them. I'm telling you now, mate, if, she, if, the, if I turn up to this house and there's like a steel drum with liquid in, in the garden. Yeah, living, game over, mate. Mate, she scares the piss out of me at the minute with some shit. <laughs> she turned around to me the other day. That. She was like, um, another one of them things, was, it was a joke, she went, I'm going to stab you. I went, ah, you get caught. Like, or something like that, just something stupid. She went, do you know what I'd do? I was like, what? She went, I'd stab you with ice and then the murder weapon would melt. And I'm like, oh, you're delightful. How has she even thought of that? She hasn't thought of it. She's been getting tips off Ted Bundy and the fucking Groovy Gang on Netflix. (laughs) (coughs) Do you know what she said to me? Do you know what my favourite kind of murders are? Like, as if you should have them. I'm like, no, do enlighten me. She's like, I like watching the ones where nobody gets caught. Oh, the ones where they get away. Yeah. I'm so like, they can carry on their yeah, no, I'm like, Obviously you do. Because that's the shit you're going to do. You're going to watch Ted Bundy and do the same shit he did because he got caught. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Just fucking scares me, bro. <laughs> you want to come back to mine? A little bit. She'll find me, though. Because she's been watching Mindhunter. <laughs> That's the thing, I can't even run away. Because when she watches these murder documentaries, not only does she get top tips on how to do someone in, she's also getting the detective side so she can track them down. <laughs> oh, this is well good. Mate, getting worried. Oh, wow. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> proper good. She's getting proper, like, knowledgeable with shit as well. Mate, I watched her watch one the other night, and they were like, there was this guy, and he was like, um, oh, he killed, no, he chopped someone up with a chainsaw. And she, no word of lie, she sat there going, oh, he shouldn't be doing that. And I went, he shouldn't be doing any of it, babe, but why specifically shouldn't he be doing that? She went, he'll get chunks of blood all over his clothes. He'll get caught. It's almost impossible to wash bone out of your scalp. And I'm like, cool, cool. <laughs> Awesome. I wish we could film your fucking expression, your facial expressions during this. Because I'm scared. 
Mate, she's terrifying at the minute. Oh, wow. Uh, yeah. But this is the, the thing, though. She's watching murder documentaries, which, honest to God, any day now I'm going to come in and she'll be watching them with a notepad. Right? Doesn't she, need a notepad but these, the, these are the contrasts of my life. It's either murder documentaries or she's playing Lego Harry Potter on a Nintendo Switch. Do you know what I mean? Oh, where's the medium? Not a clue. Mate, it, yeah. I love her, but she scares me. <laughs> oh. Yeah, she's, um, yeah, bless her, I love her, bless her. <sighs> Got an house to go now, mate, can't leave. Oh, no, that's it. I lose half of it. The only way you're going out of here is in a box. Yeah. Or a vat of acid. Or, in, or <laughs> hang on, and I quote, in bits, because it's easier to carry me. Because <laughs> she don't want to be dragging 18 stone over the new carpet. She's going to put a sheet down, and she's going to chop me up, and she's going to put me, and I quote, in bins, in different counties. <laughs> so they can't trace where the original body come from. After burning my fingertips off, pulling my teeth out. <laughs> Shaving my head. <laughs> so by the time she's pulled my teeth out, burnt my fingertips off and shaved my head, if you see a newspaper article that says looks like Lord Lord Voldemort's turned up in 15 different counties, you know it's your boy. <laughs> <laughs> your face destroyed all this. <laughs> oh. I'm a bit scared. <laughs> oh. Yeah. <clears throat> so yeah, I just uh, yeah, I just don't think we should have kids. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, doesn't sound like it. It's a good idea. Yeah, no, I. Uh... <laughs> um. Yeah. So that's been my week. <laughs> just trying not to get killed. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Just trying not to poke the bear. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> Wow. Yeah, I will not make, let her make me make drinks anymore after the whole antifreeze bit. Apparently three cups of antifreeze. Dead. Tastes like sugar as well. Yeah, it tastes like sugar. What made me laugh was when she said, it tastes like sugar, she said it while smiling. She's like, tastes like sugar. <laughs> like, sweet. Last time I take a Prosecco off of her. Mate. She, she'll get you if she wants. <laughs> um, yeah. So, yeah. That's it. We haven't really got much else to talk about. No, I'm just really worried about the coronavirus and Frank. That's it. Not Anne Frank. Um, not worried about her. <laughs> she gone. Um, yeah, Fra- Francesca's scaring me a little bit at the minute. Mm. It's getting a bit much how much she washes on. That and you know, she watches RuPaul. Oh, that's a bit much. Yeah, so I'm either going to wake up with like missing limbs or in a dress. <laughs> or both. Or both. <laughs> yeah, I could 100% see that. <laughs> yeah, just no arms, no legs, in a dress. And she's just combing my hair. Just, just staring at me singing. Oh. Um, yeah. Well, I've got to talk about, I've got to talk about something else, man. It's not, we ain't got, done that much. Um... I thought you said you had a load of things to talk about. Yeah, well, I was expecting you to go into the films a bit more. Okay, what other films have you been watching? I haven't. That was it. I, was <laughs> gonna, I thought you were going <laughs> to... 
I thought you'd want to talk about that a bit more in depth, but no, it's cool. In depth? Uh, I haven't seen that. What's that about? It's about sharks. <laughs> I don't know. Quite low down. <laughs> <laughs> oh! Right, I got them. You went on the radio. I did! I did! Strap How? in. This is about to be a two-hour-long podcast. <laughs> yeah. How have we not covered this? Right, so I went back on the radio. Yeah. Like, third time looking. I oh, know, I sat in my Second time went it. well, it really good. I, we had a bear, Naomi was the yeah, yeah. presenter. Oh, great. Loaded back and forth. You know, it was fantastic. Um, a lot of people said, Lewis, you sound amazing. Great. And then the producer was like, Lewis, we'd love to have you back. Would you like to come on up and talk about light-hearted news stories, things you've been thinking about, you know, funny, jovial, you know, nothing too heavy. I'm like, yeah, 100%. Sounds amazing. Got the, got the phone call, got the email. Come on. They asked me to come up with a few news stories and a bit of things I wanted to talk about. So I'll come up with some news stories and a thing I wanted to talk about and I've gone on. Now, I was supposed to be on with the drummer from Fun Love and Criminals. He Uncle was Frank. Uncle Frank. So he was supposed to be there and we were going to do a little ha 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 back and forth. <laughs> cool guy. So he, um, He's a very cool guy. With Martin honest. Ballard. I've been with Martin Ballard before. He's a lovely guy. <clears throat> but this time, so Uncle Frank dropped out and there was a woman called Helen something who was a journalist for The Guardian. <laughs> yeah. Who was the boshiest human being you've ever met in your life and Martin's quite well spoken and then there's me Uncle Scrotebag so she come on and wanted to talk about an article that swept the nation about a village somewhere that doesn't have a, 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 a county that doesn't have Rutland Rutland doesn't have a McDonald's Right, so she come on and he was like, we must talk about this because it's something you're very passionate about. There isn't a McDonald's in Rutland. And she's like, do you know what, Martin? There fucking isn't. Um, she didn't say that. She was on daytime, <laughs> daytime radio. But she was like, there bloody isn't. And it's bloody awful. And they were talking about why... Um, like, so they were talking about, like, um, there's a lot of litter that comes with McDonald's, yeah, stuff yeah. like that. They don't want it to ruin the aesthetic of the village. Some people are for McDonald's. Some people are against McDonald's. I'm, I'm all there's for McDonald's. utter turmoil in the world. <laughs> and it's absolutely devastating, Martin. It's really tearing a fucking hole in my community. And I'm thinking, this bitch knows so much about this subject. She's done so much prep. Turns out the bitch wrote the fucking thing. <laughs> so there's me, right? These just, just for your interest, listeners. My, my, my things I come up with was I, me and Lee were talking, and we found two animals that started separate house fires over Christmas in Essex. In Essex. Both right? of them in Essex. So that was it. So there were the two animals in Essex started house fires over Christmas. One was a dog that turned a microwave on, right? Some buns that in had it. buns in it and started a small house fire. And the other one was, and I direct quote as a headline, was an angry looking tortoise starts house fire. By knocking over right? a lamp. So I'd wrote some little jovial bits. It's daytime radio, I can't be too edgy, I don't want to be too in depth. And I've gone in and it's they're just like awful because they're talking about this big subject that this woman fucking knows everything about because she fucking wrote the fucking article. And there's me just like talking about like, oh yeah, so um turtles are starting fires in Essex. Yeah, that did die on its arse. Yeah, but when we when can't we did it, it when what we, my when other we... subjects my other subjects was there was a bloke in Weatherspoons. Who I've seen that. put his um, table number up on Twitter and got seven hundred pounds worth of drinks delivered to him? 
Yeah. Right, and my other one was that there is a petition online to change the name of Fire Ants to Spicy Boys. <laughs> right? These were the three ch- subjects I chose because he said, keep it light-hearted, nothing too political, nothing that causes a divide, something we can have a little bit of laugh, conversation and back and forth over, which I did to a fucking tea, Lee, I fucking did. <laughs> and this bitch... He's coming in. She doesn't even need notes. Do you know why? Because she already wrote the article. <laughs> and Martin's like, oh, yeah, no, it's rural England. They shouldn't have a McDonald's or they should. I don't know. I weren't really listening to them. They were using really big words. <laughs> right? And then they started talking about Boris Johnson. And they're like, what are your opinions on... This is in between, not while we're on the radio. In between, they're talking about Boris Johnson. They're like, what are your opinions about Tim Lewis? And I'm like, that. He seems a kind of cool guy. So I've seen him on um, News... And I've seen him on, uh, what do you call it? News of the World or whatever. News of the Week? Yeah, What's yeah. it called? Yeah. Have I got news for you? Yeah, yeah. Seemed pretty funny on that. And then they looked at me like I picked up a newborn baby and drop-kicked it out of a fifth-story window. <laughs> I, I'm i sat there in a baseball cap and a hoodie. She's wearing what could only be described as a Victorian outfit. <laughs> she seemed to have picked herself because she seemed real confident in it. And um, she wouldn't let me talk. Every time I spoke, she spoke over me. Yeah, I did notice that. Yeah, couldn't get a word in edgeways. Ways. The, the only thing I wanted to say through the whole interview was, Bitch, do you breathe? Don't seem to be doing it. Put your mouth full of words. Um, you've been meaning to get this off your chest. Oh, this feels so good. Um, what else was that? What else? That oh, so they were talking about. Um, she's an author and she's writing. Not she, by the way, I do also say she's a lovely lady. Tension hall. Um, she's writing a novel at the minute. Um, and they were talking about how, as an author, how she writes a novel, it's non-fiction, but it has to be based in the real world, so she does research into the times and stuff like that. We're, no word of a lie, we're talking about how she writes. And they're like, so, Helen, let me ask you, how do you get into the mind frame for the characters, and the time sets, now everything's so, you know, on point and just so there in the moment? And she's like, well, Martin, sometimes I wake up at three o'clock in the morning only after having four hours sleep and while I'm deliriously tired and I want to go back to bed, I will start writing. So I'm in the mind frame of the Victorian times, the tiredness and the struggle of the Victorian people. And he's like, Helen, that's absolutely fun-fucking-tastic. Lewis, what do you do? And I'm there, no word of a lie. I'm just like, I think of something funny and I write it down. (laughs) And then later on in the night, I'll sit down and think, what else is funny about this? Or I'll just go on stage and be like, wrinkly dicks, am I right? (laughs) So, yeah. Radio wasn't great that time. Ah, you need to, uh... You need to do that though. But yeah, you know, have, this, have, um, have the uh, good ones. Yeah, and bad ones. yeah, I had two good ones before that. I got yeah. asked about uh, went up died. I I'm not gonna lie to you. I I listened to the ones before and the, some of the shit they were coming out with in the previous interview seemed really boring. Yeah. I thought I've got this. 
I didn't research. Yeah, but I didn't really do in-depth research into the articles. I just kind of skimmed them, got the basis, and went, okay, I can run with this. Found the funny words. Yeah. Like, I wrote a few notes. Spicy boys. Unlike Helen, who... Unlike Helen, who went through the whole of Rutland interviewing the public, got notes, a structure, developed a full article, got it published in the fucking Guardian, <laughs> and then come into BBC Radio Leicester, like, oh, I have a news story for you. I wrote the cunt. <laughs> so, yeah. <laughs> smidge bit fuming about that yeah um, well, it kind of sounds it <laughs> I messaged uh, Louis Green so Louis Green messaged me saying oh, I'm going to listen to you on the radio I was like sick cheers man I messaged him saying mate I'm so sorry and he was like that bitch loves us <laughs> I, I sat there was like oh, I'm not going to get this hour back in my life yeah no Pff, how do you think I, mate I, I took time out of my life to go and do it I know it was so bad I'd bought pack-up as well. I've been to the shop and bought a special pack-up so I could enjoy it. Once. Mate, this bitch talked that much. I was checking her neck for gills because she weren't breathing through her mouth. <laughs> so uh. this bitch must have a blowhole because she is not inhaling at all. Oh, so it was all good then. Yeah, no, it was good. I enjoyed it. She's a lovely woman. She was a lovely woman. I'm not taking that away from her. She was lovely. She's very interesting. But my um, humour or yeah. uh, personality didn't quite work. Putting a comedian and a, a novelist together. To putting a, sort of a journalist for The Guardian and Martin Ballard, who has just finished a theatre run. And, Panto, and me. Yeah, but... Yeah. Mate, the things they were talking, they knew they were coming out with words, right? I know some big words. Do you know? You know, I do know some big words. Okay, well, what's a big word? Uh, centrifuge. Okay, um, that, that's a big word. Equilibrium. Oh, that is a big word. I know, some, I know big words. I'm that, not lying to isn't you. Isn't that a film? I'll throw, yeah, equilibrium, because it's your, natural, it's your fucking thing in your body, isn't it? Like, you're balancing I don't know what it is. shit. Yeah, it's, it's, she's centre, it she's centre, so you're balancing shit. Okay. Right, like, you know, if you, you so your ear's fucked up, your equilibri- equilibrium will be knocked out. But I know big words. I do know big words, you know, onomatopoeia. Don't know what it means, but I know what it is, right? So I know, no, I know words. It's a big word. I know words, bro. I know some words. Like, not gonna lie to you, I can hold my own in a decent conversation. Some of the words they were coming out with, fairly certain they made them up. I swear <laughs> to God, they had a phone call beforehand. Martin Ballard rang Helen and gone, Helen, I've got a fucking fantastic idea. Let's make up words. Let's just throw some fucking words out there. This kid's so fucking thick, I swear to God, he'll nod. He will nod and agree as if he knows what we're fucking on about. I'm sat there and they're like, oh, I do think it's quite ep- eponymous, dromonymous. And I'm just there going, mm, yes, I agree. And he's there, like, giggling, like, told you, Helen, fat boy's quite thick. <laughs> 100%. I think they baited me on that one. Yeah. I don't, I don't. Like, I'm, don't get me wrong, I, the BBC's fantastic. Are they asking you to go back? Yeah, I've had uh, emails and stuff that about going back on, so. I, yeah, I know, I was as shocked as you. But I think the problem was, and I'm not, I'm not having a go. The BBC is fantastic, but I really think they need to consider. You can have a, a blue comedian like myself. You could put me with someone in a band, or a butcher, yeah, yeah. <laughs> or a baker. Yeah, someone candlestick quite, maker or a candlestick maker. <laughs> <laughs> Don't put me with journalists or anyone with a vocabulary. Yeah. 
Yeah. <laughs> An extensive vocabulary. No one that goes to weight rows. I want people that struggle to spell weight rows. They're, the, they're <laughs> my jam. My target audience is never going to be posh people. I've never once been to one of my gigs and heard, oh no, that one's bloody clever. That one's fucking good job there, see what you did. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah, 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 no. I just felt bad because she's like, she's doing, this is, this is the comparisons in my life where this journalist is writing for the guardian and she's currently writing a novel based in like victorian times and she's doing research into how victorians lived and their lifestyle and their families and stuff like that and she's developing a story that goes over um you know a series of books and stuff like that and i'm writing a joke at the minute that involves me banging my stepmom <laughs> So, I just think we're a bit different. I think Martin's looked at it and gone, these guys right. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. I bet yeah. That's, yeah, he's put the two and two together. There's a writing process. Yeah. She's got a pro- her own writing process. 100%. Lewis has got his. Yeah, but mine's just Think weird. of something, write it down. Yeah. yeah. People ask me advice, and my advice is terrible. I, um, I spoke to Sean Tidman. Yep. Uh, there's on a Facebook thing, and I was like, "Oh, well done, man! You're killing it and stuff like this." Like, he's yeah. doing really well. He's like a new new comedian, but he's you know he's doing really well. He's doing loads of gigs, doing the work. His social media presence is great. So I put, "Mate, you're killing it. Well done. You're a funny motherfucker." And then he put, "Cheers, man. Um, I need to do some MCing. I'll have to get some tips from you." And I'm like, "It's mainly just autism. <laughs> <laughs> I can help you write jokes." But the MCing thing... That just happens. It's, yeah, I can't control you can't, that. You can't, no. you can't teach that. I what, really, what you do, you can't teach that. I'm sorry, you. there is no that's way. Very, that's very kind of... I think it's kind of you. No, it's, yeah, it's, it's a compliment. It's not one of those things no, like, no, you no, shouldn't like, do if that. You, if you were to go to a, a course where they teach M, like to, you to MC, or compare, or whatever they want to call it, they, they wouldn't do it how you do it. Wow. Well. No, but there's a certain way of keeping keeping. Yeah, but this is my logic. You see, I will never do any kind of comedy, MC or improv course. I'm not like that. I won't go and do that, even though people are like, "Oh, but he's amazing." And I just think, okay, that's great. I understand that. I understand that the way he does things is really good, but that will not benefit me in the slightest. Because the other thing is as well, I want to do what I do for, so that eventually it becomes my own style I don't I think you can say, get your own style if you, if you was, if you go and do the, these courses you, you'll lose your originality yeah like you stand out MCing you stand out because you do it completely different to everyone I am very over the top as well I think sometimes though yeah but it's called being autistic and on stage yeah it being allowed a microphone and may I say whenever you've MCed for me majority of the time a wireless microphone yeah I mean, you, you you chased some punter into the toilets once. No. No, smoking area. Smoking area. Yeah. No, I didn't. No, I, I, yeah, I did. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you did. Yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> you, you left the room. Yeah. I verbally abused someone on stage for you as well. Not for you. I didn't think Lee deserves this. No, I, I, um, <laughs> I got uh, Miguel. I went a bit overboard with that. That was good. Miguel had a sense of humour, because if not, <laughs> I would 100% got sued for that. He went really. He went. He, he, he was really into it though. Yeah. He he was he was brilliant. Like he was the best audience member you could have ever asked for. Yeah. I mean, we've had some lunatics as well. Like I've I've got a guy. The iPad guy was funny. 
iPad guy was funny. I had what was who's the uh, the guy your mate Will someone who I got to come up on stage and rap and do poetry. Oh, Will, yeah, and he was yeah. a professional Will balloon Will. animal, mate. Fucking absolute gold pot. Loved yeah. it. Um, Will Horsball, yeah, he's brilliant. I'm doing competitions this year. That's my plan. Competitions? That what you go for? You've got to do, man. I need to start getting more paid working shit. You win competitions, it's more to add on your CV. I can now put as heard on BBC Radio because I've been asked as a guest um, host as opposed to just a guest. Yeah, yeah. So I can do that. Um, I just need to start killing it. I want someone to pick me up and do something with me. Like, I'm like a child. I just, that's how I feel about comedy. I love comedy and I love... I love performing, I love doing my set, and at the minute I'm working on three bit new bits that I'm so excited just to get out there. But I'm still in that infant stage of writing them. Yeah, yeah. But I want someone to just turn around to me and go, look, I work for Channel 4, do you want to come and be a dickhead over here? Yeah. And then I just need a playground, do you know what I mean? Yeah, I but, mean, it'll, it'll come, it'll come. Yeah. You, you, uh, this this whole process is like early on for you. You've got to just keep plugging away. Yeah, I love it though. I think, I think I do think I think I, I know a lot of comedians on the circuit and stuff like that. But I do feel like I think differently to all of them about it. Yeah, yeah. Like, I obsess over it. I yeah, yeah. know. I, I try and know every aspect of comedy. My, comedy is my life. There's no in between. From I'm not a father. I don't have any other hobbies. There is nothing at all in my life. Everything in my life cons- is consumed by comedy. And avoiding getting murdered by my girlfriend. Them two things. But that, what everything I've just said then, is going to end up eventually being a bit. (laughs) (laughs) You can add getting mugged off by the BBC as well on that. Mugged off? What, you reckon? (laughs) They clearly clearly set you up there using that kind of words. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) That's how they go. Enjoy trying to get on Mock the Week now, fat boy. Mate, I was like, he he read the news article. This was the thing. I sent the news articles in for them to read and review. They pre-read them. They pre-read them and said, yeah, we can work with this. This is fantastic. Come in with it. So he's like, what's this about pets starting house fires, Lewis? And I'm like, okay, so this husky started a microwave with buns in, started a house fire. And he was like, oh, interesting. And I was like, yeah. Like, how did, How does that even happen? Like, how low is your fucking microwave? And then he was like, mm, okay, what's the other one? And I was like, okay, so I'm not going to be able to do any of my other material, right? That's fine. And I'm like, another one was um, a, tur- a tortoise, um, not like not over a healer. But in the article, it said that it was seen to be an angry tortoise. Yeah, when the fireman saved it, wasn't it? Yeah, 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 yeah. So the, I've gone into a little bit, fire. like, and I'm like, I'm not being funny. The turtle was 45, it should know better. And he's like, mm, yeah, so I suppose he should. And I'm like, you bastard. That that's the point where you're meant to. Yeah, laugh. yeah, 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 yeah. No, I'm not, not like I just needed a little ease in, and then I was just like, I thought I'm just going for cheese. I didn't know what to do. He wasn't appreciating anything I was trying to do, so I went for such a blatant joke that he now, had if to you respond that to. On it. Naomi's show, she would have killed, mate. I could have killed because I had so much material written for it, but mm. didn't do because I kept getting shut down. So I went for a really blatant joke. It wasn't a good joke, but I thought it, this will force a reaction out of him and that's my in that's where I can go in dig see if I can get some swinging room on some jokes so I turned around and I was like um, yeah they said that they rescued the turtle but I like to think of it as the world's slowest police chase <laughs> and he went oh yeah mm, oh yes yes uh, I get that anyway Helen what do you think I'm like mate just lick her out because you obviously love her <laughs> 
Uh, <laughs> I'm gonna cut that bit out. <laughs> no, leave it in. Just lick around me. <laughs> oh. Leave it in. Leave it in. Um, yeah, no. So yeah, radio's good. Uh, I got loads of gigs coming up. I've got some stuff down south coming up. Um, yeah. Should we stop it there? Yeah. Yeah. Do you want to do the outro for once? Yeah. You've been listening to the uh, Anti-Social Comedians Club with been Lewis Taylor and Lee Astle. Thank you. Thank you. I'm from the bottom, and I'm living the dream, for real. Listen, I'm visualizing a place with clear skies and a calm breeze, while I'm sitting underneath the palm trees, pinning my memoirs and listening to R&B with air so clean to breathe, I can charge fees, people are loving me, they're treating me great, I'm surrounded by tens and they're feeding me great, my in-house chef is putting cheese on the steak, if you've ever lived a high life then we can relate, in the stars and every store I'd go to they would decline my cars now even my pets with designer guard I'm like a mover and shaker licking my thumbs counting my loot and my paper I'm with my people my crew is looking major we're lounging and living off the fruits of my labor I made it from the bottom I'm living the dream I'm living the dream I'm living the dream I made it from the bottom I'm living the dream I'm living the dream I'm living the dream Dream. I'm living the dream. I'm living the dream. I made it from the bottom. I'm living the dream.